guys, welcome back to What the Movie. I am your host, John Venom, and with me as always, Rico. Greetings, Say everybody. Hi, Rico. Hello. <laughs> glad to so today's to movie. One, huh? huh? I said, glad to do another one. <laughs> oh, yeah, finally, man. I've been waiting for a while for this one. <laughs> I hear you. So, I hear you. So let me let me talk, let me tell people what we're gonna be talking about today. So today's Move what the movie is okay, just so they get ready. <laughs> so it's about it's about men who wear too much makeup, human trafficking, uh <laughs> stereotyping just about everybody, and 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 guys that are supposed to be playing teenagers who are probably in their mid to late 20s, and it's not Greece, right. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not the Wanderers either. <laughs> and it's not the Wanderers. <laughs> we are talking about are you? No, wait, wait. That's the wrong one. It's not are you ready? What is it? Can, can you dig it? That? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We're talking about the 1979 movie, The Warriors. Woo! And this got James Remar off to his star status. It got David Patrick Ke Kelly to yeah. his uh, evil personality status. Oh yeah, uh, Michael Beck, the one he he was supposed to like make the biggest out, you know, like like actually spring out there, and yeah. he never really did, did he? Well, you know what happened, but we'll get to that because okay, all right, yeah. all right. I guess you have some some secrets I don't know about. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. <laughs> so all right so let, let, let me just kind of briefly go over the movie if y'all haven't seen it uh basically it's kind of like a spartan 300 movie that's the way the director made it that's the director's cut that i saw there was two actual movies uh one with the director's cut and the original uh movie movie which came out of the theater yes. and uh that's the one that i saw back in the day and back in the day, they didn't have like the or the um, pro the director's cut actually has comic book type of literature in there. Have you seen that? Yes, I've seen it. Actually, there's three versions. There is a TV version, the theatrical version, and the new director's cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew two the, of them. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the TV one has. They added uh, all the deleted scenes that were that were on there, and I remember seeing it one time back in on on cable on TBS when it yeah. was the Superstation at the time, and I was like, I don't remember this part, you know, because <laughs> they show the daylight part, and then it goes into the night part, and then and then oh. yeah, so that was it. But uh, the director wanted to keep it all at night and keep the daybreak at the end, but. Because of uh, time constraints and because of, you know, uh, you know how every time they showed a movie that came in the theaters and then maybe like two years later, you'd see the little caption at the bottom, edit it for television. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 of course. So, yeah. Well, see, you know, they, they did the same thing, I guess, uh, on The Godfather where they put like the different parts or they made the whole uh part one and part two into one single movie. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yes. The novel for television, which. I think oh. it is the best, uh, the best. Oh, movie. dude, me too, man. I my I actually bought the DVDs for that one, and and but you know what? We'll talk about that one some other time. Sure. Because eventually we will talk about the Godfather too. Yes. 
So uh, with the Warriors, basically, like I was saying, it's kind of uh, the 300 with the Spartans where they are a smaller army and they're outmatched by a bigger army and they're trying to survive, you know, as long as they can. And so these guys go uh, pretty much all the way across town, right? Yeah, they go uh, they go up into the Bronx. So it's like maybe yeah. like, like 100 miles Probably from here to Austin, if you look at it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. So yeah. these guys are actually uh, running throughout the whole night, dude. I, man, these guys are in shape, bro. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they really. I mean, I mean, for them looking like thirty-year-olds uh, or twenty-year-olds, <laughs> they're in shape, <laughs> man. Playing teenagers or so. But all right, look, let's 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 get started with this because, man, this is gonna take us a little while. Let me tell you. So at the beginning of the movie, they're showing where they're talking uh, and they're talking about this guy, Cyrus, right? Who's right. supposed to be, he's supposed to run the biggest gang in New York City. Right. And basically this guy wants to rule the world, I'm thinking. The Gramercy so, Riffs. Uh, <laughs> what's that? The Gramercy Riffs. Yeah, the Gramercy Riffs. And uh, so it's it he, he basically calls nine members of each gang throughout the city. Right. And granted, they don't call out every gang because there's some gangs that are kind of like on the lower scale, which we'll talk about later. Yes. But for the more popular ones now, Hey, here's the thing, man, how popular is or how unpopular are you when they invite a gang of mimes, dude? Seriously, the mimes, <laughs> mimes get invited to this thing. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, man, the lowest scumbags are the lowest. I mean, wow, I couldn't, I couldn't believe. It. I was like, mimes are getting invited to this thing, and then they all have the same outfit, dude. Uh, <laughs> most of them do. Most of them have the same outfits. Well, that's they. That's why I was saying it was kind of. It's kind of. Uh, racist, but at the same time, it's not. I don't know, man. This was '79, so you got like uh, I, I'm assuming they're either Koreans or Vietnamese guys that are all wearing the same outfit, but it's kind of racist the, the, outfit, the, 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 like they were out in the rice paddies back in the '60s. That gang, or is, that gang is the Savage Huns. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah, those are, I, yeah, those are the Savage Huns. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that's kind of different, well, you know? Yeah, and, then well, you, and then you got the mines. Yeah, the mines. Right? Yeah, those are the high and then, and then, you know, you know what really annoyed me is that the pachucos, dude, they had the uh, wife beater shirts with that. Yeah. But then you had, they, they weren't true Mexicans, but they weren't really like Cubanos either, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I couldn't figure that, that out, game. man. I forgot the name of that game. It, I think those, yeah. those were the hurricanes, if I'm not mistaken. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I think. Hey, bro, they could have been the enchiladas for all I know, man. <laughs> the stoppers. <laughs> the stoppers. <laughs> You're local to Antonio gang back in the 70s. But anyhow, but speaking of gangs, you know that that there's a little trivia that they were supposed to have a gang called the Dingoes, and they were supposed to be the an, an SM gang. What? Yes, yes. Uh, if you if if you get a chance to get the DVD, look at the commentary uh, and uh, look at the special the, the the extra features on it. They were supposed to have a gang called the Dingoes, 
and they were supposed to be dressed up like Rob Halford type of SNM. But these these guys were they were a gay gang, and they and there's a deleted area where Swan actually gets kidnapped by that gang, but he escapes. <laughs> what the hell, dude? Seriously? Yes. And if you there's a website, if you go to the Warriors uh, website, they actually have a picture of some of the dingoes on there, and they look like they're dressed like Rob Halford. I kid you not, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, it's like, wow. It's like, holy crap. Hey, I'm going to bring this up a little bit later. When we get further down, I think you know which scene I'm talking about. <laughs> but, okay, we're, we gotta, we can't jump all the way to that scene. I know. <laughs> and all I got to say about that scene is that, man, I can't believe the only gang that had a gun and they missed like 20,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they're they're getting ready. They're in the uh they're in the uh subway yeah. and they're making their way to go see Cyrus's speech about, you know, uh them taking over one borough at a time. Yes. I was like, borough? What the fuck, dude? Is it this isn't Mexico with the boros? <laughs> I think you meant neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the one burrow at a time. No, he said like burrow, man. It was like burrow, I think. <laughs> so that's why they didn't have a Mexican gang, dude. Nobody could say burros. Burros. One burro at a time. <laughs> so then. Uh, so. Huh? No, so then. Uh, so, yeah, they have all these gangs from each representative from uh, the New York gangs. And they're there at, I guess it's Central. No, they're in the Bronx. They're in, I guess yeah, it's in they're Central in or something like that, I think. Right, right, right. And there's so many. Oh, man. So I, I got some behind the scenes stuff with this, too. So what they're, they're what they're doing there is they're all trying, you know, listening to this guy, Cyrus, and Cyrus gets shot. So if you haven't seen the movie, turn this off. But damn, dude, it's been since 79. Give me a break. Yeah. So uh, Cyrus gets shot. And of course, everybody starts scrambling, right, and running and. So did you know that it's the same people because they couldn't really run everybody like scatter because people would get trampled on. Yeah. So to do it safely, they started running people in circles. <laughs> so for real. So if you if you look at the camera and you look at the guys going by everybody, uh -huh. you'll see the same guys coming around again and again and again. <laughs> I never caught that. <laughs> Oh geez. yeah! <laughs> wow. He did. He did a really good job of trying to like he filmed certain parts, you know. Yeah. But yeah, man, you could you could spot them after once you spot them, you can't get it out of your mind. I'm <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. So so what ends up happening is uh, the leader, which is um, who's what's the leader's name, man? I forgot his uh, name. It's uh, uh, from the Warriors is uh, Cleon. Cleon. Yeah. Cleon. See, and, and the reason I don't remember him is because he only lasts like five minutes in the movie. Yes, now. and he's like, he's done. He gets beat up by the, well, they get blamed by the rogues because the rogues are the gang that right. uh, uh, David Patrick Kelly uh, is the one that shoots uh, Cyrus. And so, so here, here's the thing. Well, well, you know what? I'm getting to that point, but let me, let me go through this first. So these guys, they escape because the police show up after the shooting. And uh, and uh, everybody starts heading for the hills, basically. Yep. And so the warriors take off. They break their own little path out, and they end up running into a cemetery. And uh, 
what's funny is that they're telling that guy to like spray paint everything, you know, where they were at. Yeah. And you know, when I was a kid, I was, I always thought, Oh, that's kind of cool. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, God damn, somebody has to clean that shit off. dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, 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 that's BS, that's, man. In the, t- in the television version, that scene was, was taken out because of course it's definitely oh, in the grave. It? Yeah. In the television version, it was taken out. So yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, because it's like desecrating a grave, so to say. I, I mean, but yeah, when he says Rembrandt marked the spot, he puts that big W on there. And then they take off to go to the subway. And uh, so what's what's funny is that uh, Swan becomes war chief since they couldn't find uh, Cleon. Yeah. And uh, and uh, James Remar's character, Ajax, decides he's going to try to take over. Right, right. And so they do this little standoff, and of course they don't fight, you know, because they're still friends or whatever. And it, you know, it's just kind of one of those deals. Did you know that they got uh, James Remar? They actually wanted somebody bigger to play the part of Ajax. I didn't know that. What? What? Here, here's another thing. So uh, they wanted De Niro to play the role of cowboy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah De, Niro, De, Niro, awesome. De Niro was asked to be cow, uh, uh, cowboy, but he declined. He declined. Well, he part. would have been too old, no? At that time? Let's see. He would. Well, yeah, he would have been a little too old because, well, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, because De Niro, De Niro came out on Godfather 2, and he was in his, like, mid to late 20s, I think. Yeah. Wow. So he would have made that movie, and it would have been uh, just a few years, I think, before that. Yeah, before that. Yeah. Because I think Godfather 2 came out, like, in 74. 70- Four seventy-five, maybe. Yeah, he would have been older. Let's see, seventy-nine. Uh, let's see, what was he filming? In? Oh, he was filming the Deer Hunter, I think, in seventy-nine. I think. Oh, okay. So that's probably why he declined. So. Yeah. yeah. But. So, but hey, so check this out. So James Remar, they didn't want him because he was small. You know what right. I mean? And so he's actually in. The um, he's in the office where they're gonna do the uh, the the whole you know they read the script and all that, mm-hmm. and so they were kind of like not really impressed with him when he first started off, right? And so they were they look kind of bored, but James Remar actually puts handcuffs or actually grabs the bottom post of the uh table, and we're talking it's this long conference table, heavy, you know. Right. And he was yanking the hell out of it and pulling it and doing his his line of that part where he's yelling in the park. Yes. yes. You know, when they arrest yes. him. And uh, these these guys were just impressed with that. So they decided they were going to go ahead and keep it. Yes, him. I think I think. Yeah, well, I think Walter. Yeah, I remember that that when he went for his audition that he did that and he got the part. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was that was pretty impressive. And that was pretty much the start of James Remar. Yeah. So here's what I want to talk to you about now here, here. So we have David Patrick Kelly. What, what, okay. He's the leader of which gang? The again? rogues. The rogues. And what's his name? I don't remember his name on the Luther movie. Luther is his name. Luther. There you go. That's pretty good. Okay. So here's the thing with Luther. And this is, this is kind of one of those as a writer, because you know what I write. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to figure out everything that goes on in a movie. And so every time they show him, he's on the phone talking to somebody. Yes. But they never say who it is. Okay. On that, it's supposed to be 
he's talking with someone that is called the boss, right? That is, I guess that is left to the um, viewer imagination. imagination because they've asked Walter Hill that, Walter Hill that question. And it was yeah. either someone that he had ties with the police or, right. or uh, someone that had ties with um, gangsters and the stuff mob. with the mob. So in, in order for them to, See, that, yeah. So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking the mob because this guy was like, because what happens is uh, every time he talks on the phone, you get a little bit of information yeah. and the guy gives, uh, you know, Luther information and Luther gives him information. Right. And so you're always wondering what's up. No, no, but here's here's, here's another thing, thing too. If you look at Luther's uniform, he has a police he has a police star on his uniform. And, oh, I and, never noticed. And, and it's rumored that he probably got that gun from a police officer because it looks it looked from what from what that gun looks like. It looks like a police gun. But again, that that's the assumption to the to, you know, to the viewer that that was. That was, that but, was you, but you know what, though, it could have it could have been. But it also because I mean, a cop one tell somebody, hey, go shoot this mm -hmm. guy, mm -hmm. you know. But what I'm thinking is that that uh, that this guy, when they went to go see him talking and, and he was telling them to get together and, and that they can take care, you know, they could do uh, they can tax the crime syndicates. Yeah. And that's what he said. We can tax the crime syndicates and nothing would move without us saying. Right. So. so that's why I kind of figured, you know what, it's probably mob related. And even if it's a cop, it could have always been a dirty. Cop. Exactly. He was working with the mob, yeah. you know. Exactly. So I mean, either way, it makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, have I mean the 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 small gangs in in Eastlis, I mean, they have ties to the to the Mexican mafia. So I mean, oh it. yeah. I mean, because they get taxed. I mean, no, I mean, no pun intended. I like to watch Gangland, but you know, I mean, I mean, then they yeah. get taxed, and if and if they're out of that, if they're not within that network, guess what? They end up getting killed. So, yeah, oh, so yeah. there's a possibility yeah. that. There's one to assume that the riffs were going to do their own thing, and they said, "Uh, uh, no, not on our, yeah. not in a town like New York." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, that, yeah. And, and yeah, and New York was is a big uh, mob city, yeah. you know, at the time. Well, it still is. Yeah. But I mean, there's no, you know, there's there, all there was was win win on the mob side. Exactly. Of it because this guy died, you know what yeah. I mean, and. And I think they got Luther to do it because I think honestly Luther wanted to be a hitman for the mob. Yeah, yeah, you know because he enjoyed killing, and that's why you know uh, later on in the movie he, they asked him why he did it, and he's like, "I like no doing reason. stuff like I that." Have, yeah, I like doing stuff like that. Yep, exactly. Yeah, he's like, "No reason," you know, and that's that's usually who the mob hires to kill people is you know people that are sociopaths or are psychopaths or whatever and, and, you know you know here, here's the speaking. thing that, that how how weird that their name is their gang name is the rogues so they're like a rogue mm. they're not like they're they're just rogue totally like they're not yeah. yeah they're not die hard i'm sticking together we're rogues we're kind of out and do our own yeah. thing yeah so yeah yeah i could see that <laughs> i could see that so so these guys what they're doing is they're running around and they have to get, go all the way back home uh, which is pretty much clear on the other side to the ocean. Yep. And so uh, they jump on uh, into the uh, subway. Well, before they even jump to the subway, they're trying to get to the subway. 
but there's a gang waiting for him. You remember who <laughs> that Turnbull was? Turnbull ACs. <laughs> the the Turnbull ACs, baby. Fucks. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> so throughout this whole movie, man, we have so many different quotes. And my thing is, dude, who the? I don't understand how this bus can be driving around with people hanging out and on top. <laughs> And holding bats and chains, and the police never come to say anything about it. Exactly. Is it crazy or is it just me? I mean, Jesus. I think all the cops were probably still there at the at that at that conclave still because there were a lot of cop cars there. Oh yeah, there, there was a yeah, whole bunch, and, and then and then later on, they're all at the train station or at the the what do you call yeah. the stations? Yeah, because remember they set they set that station on fire, so they probably. Went to the next station thinking that, oh, well, maybe they'll they'll probably try to torch that. So, oh, yeah. So definitely. they probably uh, got word or said, hey, you know, they probably sent an all an all points bulletin to to the cops that were there at the subway. Because even even um, Luther's uh, second in command said cops are trying to rack up every gang in the city. So they were, they yeah, were, yeah, they were yeah, all yeah. surrounded. And that's when Luther says. Oh, that place is probably surrounded by cops. So they, they kind of knew yeah. that there was already a, a conclave, but they knew that there were other gangs that were trying to get home because they were using the subway. That was right. the only means of transportation, unless that they had a vehicle. So, but hey, but for me and you, honestly, man, and and for our listeners, it's freaking hilarious how the warriors were the only ones that didn't make it home until the morning, <laughs> and everybody else was in place throughout the city. <laughs> It was like everybody took a car. You know what I mean? It was like everybody climb into the van or whatever and let's yeah. go home. And the Warriors were the only ones that took the subway. They couldn't call. You know what the thing is? They didn't even call anybody because you figured they had more members. No. They had more members than Tony. Yeah. It's like nobody in their gang drove a car, dude. <laughs> nobody. Hey, they either didn't drive a car or they didn't have a yeah. phone. They are. They didn't. You know. They didn't have the money to call anybody. It was just really weird, yeah. man. I would have called. I would have called. Hey, Beto, come yeah. pick me yeah, up, bro. Beto. Yeah, we ran into a pickle here. Uh, hey, man. You know Beto's fucking still drinking, bro. <laughs> 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 so, all right. So these guys, they they run past the Turnbull ACs, and then we get this. Ah, oh, dude, this is just the best. Okay, <laughs> we get the sexiest pair of lips ever. With, with with the exception of uh the Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Deborah Batman Valkenberg. Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Mer uh, Mercy. Too close for comfort. Uh she played Jackie Rush. No, no, no. I'm not talking about her yet. I'm talking about the radio oh, announcer. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, here that is. Uh, uh well, that is Lynn Tinpeg. Do you know who she was? She was uh Miss no. Barrett in Lean on Me. She was the lady that was pissed off at Morgan no Freeman. That's her. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. She uh but she's no longer with us. She she passed away uh from cancer, but yeah, uh, I was I was when I was doing the research because we we're talking, I said I go, that lady looks yeah. familiar, you know, from the from the nose down. And I was like, oh shit, that's, <laughs> that's the chick that that uh that was pissed off when uh 
when Morgan Freeman uh, locks the doors on the school and, and she goes, oh, my kid got expelled. <laughs> She's all pissed off. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, yeah. That's I her, man. That. That's her. Dude, you know, you know, they were actually uh, when they were filming and this was on uh, uh, the behind the scenes that I had seen. They were going to uh, film her whole face. And for some odd reason, they just decided to do her lips. Yeah. I don't remember why, but it was just I mean. It made it more interesting, yes. I think. I, I think you? it did it, because it it, it, it kind of like says what does her face look like, you know, uh, you know, and and of course it's like you know, it it, it it's just that cinematic yeah. effect. There's just certain things that directors do, uh, that, like uh, like uh, right. like you know, it's it's kind of like the um, how should I say, like in Jaws, where oh, you don't get to see the shark until like the very middle or end of the movie, yeah. Yeah, kind of like yeah. that, but you yeah. don't see her. You don't. You don't see the shark. You just have to visualize. Well, shit. What does you know? What does this person look like? But yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, I think that was pretty cool. And then the music was just freaking awesome too, man. And and that, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. So the first the first song is nowhere to right. run to, nowhere to hide. You know, and uh, which yeah. which fit perfectly. You know, and they show them running, and then they get away yep. from the Gramercy riffs. And then, of course, there's the fire and they're kind of like stuck. So now they got to mm -hmm. get off that train and they got to move on to, you know. And uh, so they jump to another train. Right. And that's where the police yeah. are at at that station, because that's pretty much where yeah, they start. But remember, they up. bump into the they bump into the, the orphans. Oh, oh, yeah. Here, here's the gang that's worse than the freaking <laughs> mimes. These guys are the orphans. They suck so, so bad, dude. <laughs> so low that they're so, not even on the map. <laughs> so like, they're so low they're not even on the map. Hey, and the, is it just weird or is it me when they say, "Oh yeah, our counselor talks, our counselor talks yeah. about you guys all the time." I was like, they're social, they're they're freaking uh, juvenile yeah. counselor because these guys are all in their thirties, <laughs> dude. Seriously. Well, hey, as Apache says. They ain't got one. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. I love his fro though, man. If I had a fro, it would be like that. That sucker, that sucker, that fro should have had a name of its own, man. Yeah, the leader, the, the leader looks all skinny, man. He looks like a tecato, man. He looks like he looks like a website tecato. The leader looks like he had a stroke, huh? bro. Seriously. He looks like he was I know. up one time, man. <laughs> he had man. a lazy eye and stuff. But, but, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but, but, but. Hey, but we're, hey, but we're not prejudiced <laughs> against people with lazy yeah. eyes. Just saying. <laughs> so, so anyway, they take care of him by, uh, well, they meet Mercy, which is played by, um, uh, yeah. Oh, dude. I could, you know what? I could do a whole podcast on her alone, dude. <laughs> yeah, she uh, serious, man. This girl gives new meaning to the word uh, <laughs> human trafficking. She's actually yes, trafficking herself, yes. bro. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> she, she decided, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and leave. Leave these guys who are the orphans. And she has an apartment or whatever, a house <laughs> there. And she goes with these guys, the warriors, who she doesn't yeah. know from jack shit. And she ends up going with them through the whole <laughs> night, dude. I don't, I don't understand that. And like, 
all through the whole night, she ends up falling yeah. in love with Swan. I'm like, dude, how low of a self-esteem do you have? Well, seriously? you know, the original script was supposed to uh, be her, it was the the relationship was supposed to be between her and the fox, but then the actor uh, Thomas Thomas Wait, I heard about that. Uh, uh, he didn't like the way that the script was going, and so Walter Hill had him killed uh, during the beginning, the uh, during towards not even halfway towards the movie. So they 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 exed out his yeah. character from there, but also he's come out in other great movies such as The Thing and with Al Pacino and Justice for All as well. So, oh, yeah. well it's a awesome. great movie. Man. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and so yeah. that's why. Uh, but when Walter Hill Walter Hill saw the the connection, uh, the actor's connection between uh, Michael Beck and and of course. Uh, uh, what's uh Van Van Valkenburg? Uh, they decided to keep that that relationship because they they I guess they saw a better what do you call it a better chemistry? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, at, at, during those times in the seventies and early eighties, uh, almost to the end of the eighties, uh, the hero yeah. of the movie always got the yeah. girls. You know. And so with Swan being the leader, Swan was pretty much uh, taking up the movie. And at that time, he was really the only one that had ever yeah. come out on a movie. So, I mean, pretty much everything was on Michael yeah. Beck's shoulders. Yeah, pretty much. He pretty much carried that movie. And then everybody else was like, you know, probably yeah. just secondary. Uh, I mean, even James Remar carried that movie if you look at it, too. Him and, and David. Oh, and yeah. David Patrick oh no, James James Remar. Hey, James Remar and uh, David Patrick yeah. Kelly carried that move. Like seriously, you know what I mean? They could have done without. Uh, they could have mm -hmm. done without Mercy. Because I honestly, man, these guys are yeah. trying to get back home, and instead they're gonna take a female. And I think what it was, honestly, they just wanted like a yeah. like a sex scene. You know what yeah. I mean? Even though there was no sex, they wanted like that whole. Oh, this girl fell in love with him, and and he's right, kind of a right. real person, you know. But but even then, I mean, he really yeah. didn't treat her <laughs> that good yeah, either. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't like the way uh, that she was living and stuff. She was because, I mean, let's just put it that way. She was a thotty, so <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so she was a thotty, so she was sleeping around, and she just decided to catch up with the warriors, and then of course they're. As as the movie progresses, they go and they're waiting to swap trains, and then that's when the cops ambush them and they all get separated. Hey guys, and that's all the time we have for this week. Continuing next week, we will go on with the Warriors. I hope you enjoyed it. Love you guys, and from me and Rico, we'll see y'all next week.
Thank you.